All right, we are live. Um, it's a, we've had we've taken some time off, and I'm actually popping on just for this one right now. Uh, does not mean I am back. That's for sure. I'm I'm still going to be taking some time off, but I did pop on here today for this because of the time sensitivity, and just honestly to get a little extra distraction to what's actually happening in my life right now which is actually crazy but um glad you guys could join us um welcome craig and laura is jumping on here with us there she is hey how's it going great how are you guys awesome awesome wow cold but we're yeah, here. It's, it's like uh, 18 below here. It's like Montana. And this is like probably the coldest Montana even ever gets. I mean, it's really cold. Pipes wow. frozen. We're like freaking buried in snow. Wow. Yeah. At least we have power. Well, yes. Yeah, so what about you guys? Yeah. What, what's what? we have power here, Craig? Yeah, we had like minus nine uh, a couple of last week, um, and literally overnight over the weekend change of wind direction and it went up 20 degrees to like 13 degrees um but for like two weeks we had freezing cold weather and the conspiracy theorist in me goes well this is bound to happen with the energy prices the way they are you know <laughs> but uh, yeah oh my goodness yeah. well why we are getting set up here i'd love to hear where everybody's from and if you want to just pop in as you're coming on and just say who you are where you're from um in the comments that would be great the topic for today is actually along the lines of winter. We are talking about winter solstice and Laura and I have done this yearly. This is our third year to do a winter solstice um, show. So we're just back again. And this time we have Craig joining us. So I'm really excited to, um, to take a dip dive into this and what it really looks like right now for everybody. Um, I know technically winter solstice was yesterday, um, but I'm going to have Laura go in a little bit more. But why? before we get going, too, I just want to remind everybody, go to SwiftFire.org, get on the newsletter. Please do share and tag and do all the things um, for the algorithms here. Uh, I want to give a shout out, too, for Debbie, Terry, uh, Marjorie, some of the others who are new members and or old members. Candace Weaver's on here, too. We do have a membership. I just uploaded some new content there regarding manifestations and um, and then another interview that was um, that was just uploaded. So we got some things going on there for some special bonus content for those of you who are members. Um, thank you so much for your support. Uh, believe me, it is really helpful in these times. Um, Michelle Murphy, Janelle, and some of you guys, um, uh, all of you guys that are members thank you so much and without further ado um oh i will say thank you for your prayers and everything too for it's a long thing i'm not going to get into and i'm actually don't want to even talk about it but so let's talk about winter solstice laura <laughs> what's yeah, winter yeah, what, what a ride i mean going from geez halloween to thanksgiving kind of energies to now here we are Christmas and then going into the new year. It's just, it's been a really, really wild ride for a lot of us. And uh, yeah, thanks for all your love and support. You know, I, I definitely ran into some um, obstacles 
as well. Yeah, I know Charnel's really been going through it. And a lot of people that I've been in touch with have, um, you know, so it's just really important that we just uh, just support each other, have each other's back. And um, we just do the best that we can, right, to uh, be able to still provide services, but also make sure we take care of ourselves and our families and make sure that we're able to uh, stay sane and warm. And <laughs> I don't know about sane, but <laughs> is anything sane? Um, but yeah, talking about uh, the winter solstice stuff and yeah, everybody, cosmicgaia.org. Uh, I have a subscription thing there. I do Zoom events and uh, discounted sessions and all sorts of things come along with that. So I appreciate, you know, people that have hung with me even when I can't show up. Um, you know, I'll always make it up to you as best as I can. But yeah, I mean, this is just an incredible time, uh, you know, all over the world. You know, it marks the shortest day of the year and um it is, you know, pretty wild, just the mythologies connected to it, you know, everywhere from, uh, you know, Mexico to Scotland, to Egypt, to the Hopi, um, mm -hmm. it's it, it, in Scandinavia. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's just incredible really about, um, the earth's regeneration and rebirth. And for me, winter is always like the crone energy, you know, uh, learning to find that lantern of light, in the darkness when, when you're in the darkness and you don't feel like there's anything there to like help, um, and support. That's when we have to find that inner light within ourselves to know that we can guide ourselves out of like the labyrinth or the mazes that come with the underworld, right? Like the Hakate energy or any of the, um, underworld sort of goddess energies, you know, are, are really powerful, uh, because the crone energy just holds the wisdom and has the knowledge to be able to navigate uh, the darkness. And we've all been very challenged in these times to have to be pushed to find that inner light when maybe we feel like there's nothing really coming in. Not to say that there aren't like great friends and support and like people that have, you know, shown up, but sometimes there's a breaking point though, where, um, you know, everything is shut down, maybe because there's no power, or no ability to connect or too many negative comments that block the good ones where you're just like, oh, my God, like I have nothing but me. And that's when the crone comes out and she holds that lantern of light and wisdom and is able to navigate um, the darkness. And that's why she's the wisdom keeper. And so, um, yeah, I'll just kind of leave it at that for now. What are your guys' thoughts? I'd, I'd yeah. like to hear more about what, what's crone. The crone, the maiden mother crone, the triple goddess. So the crone is the number nine in the tarot. Whoa, and... wait, 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 wait. Just so you know, this is interesting. I was going to go there too, because crone is my mother's maiden name. Oh, really? It's, yeah, it's Scandinavian. But talk to me. Tell me what crone energy is. Okay, so um, I could just go from my own downloads and everything that I want to share, kind of what I just shared, but um, let me uh, go even further. Um, hold on a second. So, you know, it's like the end of a cycle, right? So nine is right before the 10. So hold on a sec. And I just kind of really want to bring this book in. Um, this is the older mother piece book. There's a lot of different translations, but the crone, is all about turning within. Wait, let me see the cover again. I've been working with this deck since the, the probably murder. Came out. Uh, for about, yeah, 20 or more years, I've been working with this deck. And wow. it says, the crone is the old wise woman who watches over our dreams and visions, who whispers secrets to our inner ears. As Nor Hall puts it, 
the old woman who is regarded as the teacher of song, story, and spindle, is wisdom herself, spinning and weaving the thread of life. The crone is the hag who knows how to call down the power of the moon to converse with spirits and work magical spells. She is Hecate, Greek goddess of the underworld and mother of the witches, who predated Olympian gods and probably originated in Thrace, a province known for its magic. Hecate, daughter of night, the dark of the moon who dwells in caves, walks the highways, stood threefold at the crossroads and made love on the vast seas was a force that moved the moon. As Hecate is the dark of the moon, the waxing moon is Artemis. Hall sees Artemis Hecate as a split figure whom she calls the medial woman. So this is a really great book. It goes on and on. So when you pull like the crone card in a reading, it means a time of solitude. Uh, usually this inner time comes as a blessing, but at first you might feel loneliness, right? So what we are talking about, it's like when you feel isolation, when you feel alone, um, when you feel maybe even abandoned, you know, a lot of triggers and traumas can come up for people, you know, then all of a sudden, like you can find almost a sanctuary um, or a sacred space in that. And that's when the crone kind of emerges. And you guys like having the background you do and your connection with nature and the Celtic and, and Norwegian mythologies and cultures, you know, it's like so a part of, you know, who you are and what I know you guys to be. And it's always been with me very strongly. And I know a lot of you out there that are listening um, and a lot of my friends and colleagues, right? Um, so yeah, it doesn't surprise me. You have a really wild name, Sharna. <laughs> and I know Craig, man, it's just like, you just like, yeah, it's just your energies. It's just, you know, sometimes the things we don't know, we don't need to know because it's so embodied that like whether, you know, these aren't new concepts, but sometimes we have to re-remind ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes these books I've lost connection with, you know, and I'm kind of like finding them in boxes and bringing some things back. But I've always worked with Motherpiece, but I didn't have the book with me for a while. I, I mostly had it all memorized. Same with the I Ching, but I decided to order myself another copy because the I Ching got me through everything in my early years and my teenage years. Um, but now it's like, I'm relearning it again. Almost like I had some traumatic brain injuries. I don't know if it's breakups or that one car accident, but I swear, I feel like I've been rebuilding myself <laughs> and regenerating, which is uh, what the solstice to me really represents. So yeah. anyway, take it away guys. <clears throat> well, what, sorry, do you wanna go Shano? Go on Shano. I just wanna ask for the name of the other book you mentioned last. Oh, the Before. it should be right here. I'll grab it, but but go ahead. Go it's ahead, the 64 Greg. hexagrams that correspond with our DNA, and uh, it's a Chinese oracle. Mm. <clears throat> well, I was just thinking, um, you know, about this because again, these are concepts and things like that that um, we, uh, you know, we've got a lot to learn. But I think certainly, I think reflecting in the Western world, we've really lost. Um, a lot of connection with natural cycles um, and you know you look at nature and like you know certain animals will go into hibernation this time of year and you know things die off things you know trees will lose the leaves but the roots will go deeper all these all these kind of natural cycles that go on and and I was just been thinking like winter solstice really is just it's just the the, the deepest part of this this cycle that we're in um, and for me it's, it, you know you know, we have Christmas and it's it's a beautiful time of year. We get all cozy and warm and we stay in. It's cold outside and things like that. But I think on a energetic and a spiritual level, um, it, it's kind of reflecting on on the fact that, 
you know, we can do the same thing. We, we can we can go within, like Laura's just said, with with Chrome. Um, you know, we, we it's a time to reflect, go within, and do some necessary healing because you know, in the summer we're all happy, vibrant, we're outgoing. This is a time to go within and 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 kind of withdraw a little bit. And I, I think some people need to respect that as well. Some of us need to withdraw at times. Some of us can't always be reachable. Um, and, you know, Laura would probably agree with that. You agree with that. You know, there are times when, when we need to self-heal. We need to hibernate. We need to just go out, go disappear for a little bit and go through what we've got to go through. And um, That's what know, bears hibernate. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So just, just you know, like I say, the Western world, a lot of times we've really lost our connection with natural cycles. Um, and I just think, like you say, to me, it epitomizes just just that, that we're, we're remembering that we are a part of nature, we are in nature, and, uh, you know, to, to, to cooperate with nature. Absolutely. I mean, when we go through all these different cycles, I mean, what we're, the energy we're working is our own, you know, sovereign personal soul journey energetic work, but we're working with Mother Earth and her cycles, right, on yes. a much, much, much bigger level. And I did find the I Ching book, and, of course, got all my decks including Charnel's and uh, lots of different decks. Um, I work and I got a Renee Armenta created a deck too. It's really amazing. And um, Anima Mundi herbals. And uh, I know Jim McCarty created a deck. I, that's always been my dream to create a deck, but I just, it's like publishing things and like putting out stuff. It's like, I don't know. What was that, hold up like that last one. Which one did you just hold up? Last? This one? What's it called? Herbal Astrology. And something. Yeah, Adriana, yeah I, I knew her back in 2011 before she did all this. I gave her a reading when I lived in Ventura. And she's launched this unbelievable herbal company and uh, even has a tarot deck. And, uh -huh. You have the same. So if you can take a picture of that one and the other book that you just mentioned and I'll post it because I know people, I know I want to know. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Well, this is the I Ching that I was talking about. It's a, um, oops. Spell it I Ching. Book of Changes. Oh, the uh -huh. I Ching. Got it. And yeah, you said so I, yeah. So the number 13 um, called Fellowship with Men. I actually have a tattoo of it on my ankle that I got. And it has to do um, for me. Um, why it stuck out to me when I used to get this particular hexagram, um, different than hexes and curses. <laughs> yeah. Um, is uh, I just, before we close, would love to read the one that I have tattooed on me that I think a lot of you will relate to when it comes to love. You know, you have a beautiful love story with Brian and I know you have an epic relationship with your girl. And I have a really interesting story with my husband, Kevin. Um, and that's why I got the tattoo, uh, and so before we close, because I don't want to, you know, talk too much, I want to um, read uh, 13, which is like my favorite number, uh, Fellowship with Men, no less, nine in the fifth place. Um, it's, it's just a really beautiful thing. So when you throw the coins, you look in the book at, you know, what's coming up. And um, it's this whole process. I'm kind of reteaching myself. I used to do it so much that I didn't even need the book. I almost had it memorized, but in my older years or just like going through so many death rebirth cycles. Um, it's wild, you know, how you have to reteach yourself some things, you know, how some people, when they go into accidents or have strokes, they have to reteach themselves things. I think uh, some of the injuries and accidents and breakups and hardships that I've had, 
Um, not everything I'm rebuilding, but there are portions of my memories and my past that I'm literally reconstructing and rebuilding and remembering. What about you guys? Do you experience that? <laughs> yeah. Do you not find you come back with like, like you see things with new eyes, fresh perspective, um, and it can be the same material, for example, but you're seeing it completely differently, not because it's changed, but because you've changed. I find that a lot. Totally. Yeah, that's how you can, I can truly tell, like, if something has shifted for me, because I can be, be in the same kind of type, maybe situation, but I don't feel as reactive or I don't even feel anything. And I'm just like, mm, whatever. But uh, as far as the whole doing the new way of life kind of deal, I can definitely relate to that right now of just figuring out like, okay, what, how do I go from here at this, this new way, you know, because it's completely upside down, you know, my, my whole apple cart, you know, and, but, and yeah, going back to the whole hibernation, I mean, I wasn't even going to do the show today. I canceled and I was going to, I almost wasn't able to make it either. I just got off a of customer service with this airline. And I'm like, okay, five more minutes. And I texted Charnel. So keep going. Yeah. You almost didn't make it right. You've been going. Yeah, I was just going, you know, because I didn't want to start crying on this show or like everybody see how puppy and, you know, everything, you know, it's just, I don't like faking being happy either. And also the big thing is if I take time off, but then I go do a live and then I get a hundred messages in my inbox of people asking, Oh, I just have one question. And then I don't respond. Then I get abusive comments and abusive messages back of people saying like, you know, you were supposed to be love and light. Why didn't you contact me? You know, you didn't, you ignored my messages, you know, Come and all my problems out. <laughs> yeah. You haven't. And you know, you, you, you're, you're just a fraud. You're this and that. And it's like, I have a life too. And I'm not literally sitting around all day long, just waiting for giving people free advice all day. Like I, I think people think like none of us have a life or that we're all just like, no, have any feelings or ever have situations going on at home. I mean, we've had three deaths this week and other things I can't even go into all happened in seven days. And I, need hibernation you know and if i'm getting on like right now it's because i want to be with my friends and i want to just like take a minute to like do something else besides cry and feel helpless that i can't do anything you know so but it doesn't mean i should be abused or that laura or craig or anybody should you know it's like if we don't get back in 12 hours and i mean one lady was like Oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I wanted to say like, well, let me just give you a refund for your consultation. Oh, wait, you didn't even pay for one. So it's like the expectation is so unrealistic. I think sometimes that we're literally just over here waiting to help everyone 24 seven. If I did that all the time and all of you did that, I wouldn't be able to eat, drink, go to the bathroom, yeah. like cook, cook some food, pay attention to my family or my life or sleep or anything because I get on on all my platforms by the thousands, just like y'all. And it's like, it's overwhelming, you know? I mean, that's why I took email off on of my website. That's why I don't have- Yeah, I just shut my Facebook down every once in a while. And then sometimes I mess it up and then I'm like, oh, I reactivated it. I'm like, okay, well, I'm still here. It's not like I'm like wanting to like run away from people because I love the community and there's so much love and support and there's so much goodness. But some of those comments and attacks and expectations or 
the pressures, you know, when, when I'm kind of like, you know, people like us making it kind of clear, like what we're going through, you know, my bank account got hacked. I lost all my money. Fortunately, I got it all back. Everything's back on track. Um, but I've been putting out videos and this and that, and, um, and I get everybody's distracted, but you know, I spent a good, you know, solid, uh, six or eight hours putting all my friends on my featured page on my website. And I still have more people that I want to add, but you know, when I'm in crisis, it's just, you know, there, 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 there's some that are concerned and I'm so grateful for it, but, um, and I don't expect people to, you know, just drop everything either. You know, I don't have an expectation, but I uh, at least just, you know, like let's respect each other's boundaries and, and just allow each other to just breathe and take care of ourselves. <laughs> I think, um, you know, it, when you're in the public eye or you put yourselves out like, like you guys do and offer services, um, a lot of people who, you know, I don't want to sound critical of people because everyone's where they're at, but um, a lot of people are, are so codependent or that they're so not aware of their own sovereignty or that they're not standing on their own two feet. And the idea of these teachings is to get people to stand on their own two feet, exactly. to, live, to live sovereign. And, and my intention behind every reading I do. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that was it. So so when somebody's like demanding your time um, consistently and then getting frustrated when you don't have the time to give them, that's kind of the point. It's not about, you know, having it's good that we have a community and we exactly that's when you have to just face the crone and let yourself be in that isolation be in that pain be in that feeling mm -hmm. of abandonment and bring mm -hmm. out your wisdom let it blossom you know and then yeah. you will be initiated into this whole next level anyway keep going yeah totally yeah so, so so well that was it just just that people need to realize you know you need to stand on your own two feet um and we're here for each other when we need each other but that's not always at the you know click of a finger um and and that, that's the spiritual journey that that's what we're all on um and it's great that we again that we have community that, that when one of us is down we can be there for each other but we'll do, yeah we'll all do the best we can of you know and, can. And, and the thing is we're gonna mess up you know and we might have sent that text or put that pressure on somebody and that's all okay because we yeah. can repair it we can say oh whoops okay yeah you know so so this isn't about like oh like no, it's all a beautiful process. We're all learning and growing. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's more about like self-reflection, like, okay, yeah, yeah. I can step back a little bit. You know, it's all good. You know, it's like all forgiveness and compassion. I forgive myself and we all forgive ourselves and forgive each yeah. other, right? Yeah. All love and compassion. But let's just, you know, do, do this a little bit differently maybe next time of year. Because I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm like thinking like when next year comes around, like I hope it's a little less intense than this. <laughs> <laughs> this year has been but you know it has been a very intense year very intense for numerous reasons absolutely yeah i mean obviously we're all feeling it and you know we, we talk about that there's there's yes there's there's no such thing as a death without a rebirth um you know we talk about death is an illusion you know um yes we can go through a death experience but it's always for the purpose of going higher and going further into something new so although people can be going through it, there is a hope there. There's always a hope there. Mm -hmm. Totally. And, and, you know, it's, and, and, and the thing is, too, it's like when I do something, I don't do it with strings attached or expectations. So, you know, I um, but but it's just I love, you know, my friends and I love my clients and I love my family, you know, so much that it's just like. You know, it's I'm such a champion and advocate for everything that like um, they stand for and what their missions are. And, um, 
you know, being a Libra and we all have Libra energy. We all have every sign, right? You know, but like just the energy of that alone, whether we're Libras or not, doesn't matter. Maybe your moon's in Libra or Jupiter's in Libra. Everybody's got Libra somewhere. Even if you have no Libra, it's still, we have the whole 12 houses because that Zodiac connects to our DNA, the 12 strand DNA that goes into more, the 13 that actually is the purifier of the nucleic acids of our DNA. Um, the balance, harmony, justice, balance. So some huge breakthroughs happened today. Actually, a really good friend of mine, um, um, major justice in her life, uh, dealing with a, a very um, dangerous father to her child. Um, and uh, she didn't have a lawyer. She couldn't afford a lawyer, and she, but she won in court. Um, and she can protect her son now. Like, so like these kind of like happy stories are coming to light. So, you know, if, if people have felt like they've been navigating through madness and like there is no justice and things don't seem fair, I'm starting to hear some really good stories. Some uh, justice is happening in my life. You know, my bank account got restored and I got everything back in place and, and Charnel, you know, and, and I don't know what's going on in your life, Craig, so I'm going to shut up here, but you know, and let's just hope that, you know, things come around and that you feel the rewards and justice coming from all your good intent, all those tears that you've cried, Charnel, all your good intent, everything that matters to you, that you're going to see, you know, something blossom from that. You know, here's solstice now, right? Regeneration, rebirth, that you're going to see a harvest of abundance, not in the form of, um, in the form of what is going to appease your heart and soul that, you know, everything that you've been fighting for or that you believe in, that you care about and that you're passionate about um, is, is, is going to bless you back and, and, and let you know how seen you are for being such an incredible mother and warrior for truth. Yeah. I just, um, I'm just kind of learning a deeper level of love through all of this. And I mean, this morning I had, I pulled a couple cards and justice was one of them that I got. And then I also got the King of Swords and um i'm trying to remember the other one but yeah it was just like this oh i know something about divine mother energy and just really feeling like this is an opportunity to really be the divine mother and unconditionally through you know in a new level that i haven't ever experienced not you know in life and you know i think we're all just like reinventing and re you know there is death but there is life and i know gary young would always say like this too shall pass i know that's not like his quote but um he would always remind us when stuff got really crazy that you know this is this is going to pass too nothing stays the same forever it's always going to change and you know i'm getting a lot of people who are you know having christmas and holidays alone and you know my my former mother-in-law has lost both of her parents and her husband in the last six months and some other people like that. Like, so you may grieve and then you come into a holiday and someone's missing that should normally be there. And so you kind of can feel all of that all over again. And those kind of feelings can, can come back up and trigger. So I'm very aware that with as many people who have had major shifts this year of, of losing people, you know, whatever losing is, it's not really losing because you cannot lose love. But when, when our love stays and then we're in the physical and not being able to see that person in a holiday where you would normally celebrate with those people, then that can be a very lonely, isolating time as well for people. So I just want to encourage people, you are not alone. You cannot lose love. When you remember the frequency of love, 
who is God inside of you, there is no separation from any of those people and or any loved ones that may be wherever because God is love and God is in ourselves and you cannot lose love. The only way we can lose love is if we choose not to participate in love and I choose love. And, and that's a big thing for me right now is I'm like, you know what? Love still wins. And I, I saw this, um, I was going through whatever I was going through and I like went to go turn this TV, the TV on for a second. And what popped up was, um, a movie like trailer. And it was just a little, sh like a split minute of the timing was so crazy, but it came up where, um, black, it was for black Adam, which I haven't even seen the movie. I don't know anything about. So whatever, if it's terrible, I don't know, but, or anyway, but it's the dude, um, the rock and they're like, all these weapons are, you know, they're shooting at him. And he's sitting there with the hood and whatever. I guess he's like a superhero or something. And, and and then he says something. And they did, like, at the bottom, they did the comments of what he was saying or, you know, whatever, the caption. And it said, um, your magic is weak. And I thought about, you know, the whole no weapon formed against you shall prosper kind of deal. And just this whole, like, you know, it's like, you know what? Love still wins. So... Mm -hmm. There's nothing, you can't make me be mean. You can't make me hate you. You can't make me take revenge. You cannot force me. You cannot control me. I love you no matter what. I don't, you're not going to, you know, go ahead, whatever. But I, I'm not, you're not going to change me to be the person that I am. I'm going to stay who I am. I'm going to keep loving. I'm going to keep serving. And, um, you know, so it was a good reminder to me that all of this stuff is an illusion and, you know, uh, Matthew actually did a, a reading with me this morning and I, I was told that there is things coming. I don't know. I don't want to say it to give it energy, um, but I was told because of this week that there was some like thwarted thing against me or something. And, and Matthew asked me, do you believe in that? And I said, or do you believe that? And I said, well, you know, that's a tricky question because my answer is. I believe that belief is the thing that comes back to you. Whatever you believe in your heart is what the energy goes out and what you'll get a match to. So if I participate in what was told to me about why this is happening, then, and I give it energy, then yeah, stuff can happen. But if I stay in my bright light and we all stay in our radiant loving frequency of, you know, that, that energy and we just spoke that that's our only focus, then nothing can touch us. Only God touches us. And I stay in my love and only God touches me. Only God sees me. Only God hears me. If you want to take any of those decrees for yourself, go for it. But belief is everything. And so I have been just trying to physically practice staying in my love and my alignment in this season, no matter how short the day, no matter how long the night, um, because what I can't control anything outside of me. All I can, all I can work on is me and everyone is within me anyway. So every time we work on ourselves, we're actually shifting everything. So talk about that. Anybody, any, anything coming up? Oh God. Do you want to go? Cut your... No, you go. Go for it. Yeah. Of course. So much is coming up. I mean, I remember in just how many times have we just been on death's door? I mean, anybody in the audience and you guys, I mean, we all have. I remember just 
hearing this, my inner voice say, you know, love is stronger than death. Love is stronger than death. And in those moments where maybe I was going to die, the love is what held the energy um, that, that broke the veil between life and death and also the dream realm and the reality realm, you know, cause reality is a dream just as much as dreams can feel real. Uh, so the veil between life and death, um, and to me, the substance of ether, the alchemical substance that turns lead into gold is that love and unconditional love and forget, you know, all those things. Um, and, and justice though, you know, forgiveness doesn't mean, and I know it's kind of like redundant, you know, that, oh yeah, it's okay what you did, but there's, there's a certain justice, not punishment, not revenge, not hatred, but correction, cosmic and natural law. You know, how can there be divine justice that a person can self-correct, heal, transform, get back to center and, and move forward all the wiser, you know, and to me that creates even a stronger bond of love, you know, and, and, and that's when, you know, people like cry and hug each other. Like, yeah, it's okay. You know, regardless of what happened in the past, but can we just get there, put our egos to the side? You know, I don't know why it's so tough still for a lot of people. Here we are 2023 almost. And um, we're still having this, this, this these kind of conflicts. Um, yeah. So, so the dark night of the soul, you know, is also an ego death, you know. Um, and, and to go into the dark night of the soul is not just to face demons and ancestral patterns, but to find your treasures and to recover those treasures and to illuminate them so that you can embody them. And that's what's going to switch on dormant DNA. And nobody's going to repair our DNA except for ourselves and our willingness to walk through those fires and those initiations. So, you know, I'm not. Um, out to say this or that about anybody else's material, but like, you know, and I don't think anybody's really saying that anybody else is going to save the day. Um, you know, we have the inner savior, the inner Christ energy within us. And yes, there's benevolent beings and star beings that are here assisting us, but they're a part of our higher self. They're a part of our soul journey. They're a part of our genetic code. So we, along with them are, you know, rescuing a sinking ship but we have to be a skipper of our own ship in life and learn how to maneuver the sails and the storms, but also have a crew, you know, we can count on and know how to switch, you know, be the teacher and the student, you know, let somebody else take the helm maybe. And, 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 you know, but, but when you're called to do this or that, make sure it's coming from your intuition, not a projection. And that's where the belief comes in. Like you said, where's belief, you know, cause our creative channels get infected by programmings, right? Because we believe in something, but when we believe in the right things, when we believe in our truth, we believe in um, divine justice, we believe in Mother Earth, Father God, whatever. We believe in community and unity. We believe in each other. Um, we can have knowledge and truth, and believe in ourselves, and uh, and be strong freaking warriors. Because these are all challenges that give us strength. All these adversities are making us stronger than we can possibly imagine. But when we're in the thick of it, it feels anything but that, right? We're just trying to fucking breathe. And 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 I'm not going to drop F-bombs on the show. <laughs> anyway, that's my two cents on that one. So we're going to let Craig talk now. Because uh, <laughs> obviously I'm talking too much. And not at all. No, not I at all. Do, I'm sorry if I'm a little bit passionate about just coming out we're saying some things today so go for it craig oh no i'm i'm, I'm honestly I'm, I'm saying my piece it's just um <laughs> put, talk about put on the spot no like i said i'm, I'm in agreement with you with you both completely i mean like you say i think so many people are going through stuff at the moment and um 
you know, again, talking about winter, winter solstice, you know, there is a dark night of the soul. There is a, um, a hiddenness uh, aspect. And we, we spoke recently with uh, Lily Nova about shadow work, didn't we, as well? So, like, what do people think shadow work is? And this is it. You know, it's when you're faced with difficulties, <laughs> when, you, when you're faced with these, these things that you don't like, um, and you have to deal with them. And the way to deal with them is exactly what you said, uh, Sharnel, is you choose love. You choose to love that part of you. You choose to love in that situation. And that's how you heal it. That's how you overcome it. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> honestly, I am fine with you two talking and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll mediate. It's fine. <laughs> I, do, I did find that passage um, and we'll, I'll, I'll share it before we close, but keep going, Craig. No, 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 go, go for it. Go, what's that passage? Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, in the book of changes, the I Ching, um, and this is what got me through my teenage years and early twenties and pregnancy and living on the road, pregnant mother of twins um, with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, unfortunately my mom had sold um, her home and the land I was a caretaker of and landscaper of um, she didn't know I was pregnant. And the day that I told her I was pregnant with twins is the day that she broke the news that we didn't have a home anymore she just got an apartment in dc and i couldn't stay there so i was pretty much on my own um as a mother uh with two kids with not a very stable man who's not with us anymore but anyway um so when i worked with this book uh i needed you know just to feel like i could it's the way i kind of communicate with my higher self and god or nature and but i got uh every time i got this um when it had to do with love like true love like sacred union you know like no matter how many relationships that you fight for, or I don't like the word fight, but that you like, you, you'll go through whatever, you know, in the hopes that it'll heal. And like, you know, there, you, you see the good and the potential and, 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 but, but you stay in it way too long and it kills you over and over again, but you still believe that there's a chance that you can still make it together. You know, those kind of love stories, right? Well, you know, and th th every relationship was like that for me, that it just the most important thing for me was that love is stronger than all this conflict drama, ancestral patterns, being targeted, um, whatever it is that is making our relationship difficult. Anyway, so when I got the nine in the fifth place uh, under this hexagram called uh, Fellowship with Men, which is the creative heaven, the clinging flame above, below, Qian Li. And so I have the little thing. Um, God, it was just like, I think I was living in Asheville and some dude had his tattoo thing. I'm like, can you put this right here? I still have like so many that I still want to write down. So anyways, uh, nine in the fifth place, uh, Men bound in fellowship. Now, when it says men, you're right. The translations might, for some people, be like, don't get lost in the men. You know, it's, it's an old translation. You know, mankind, but yeah. perhaps. What's that? Like mankind, is it, is it? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like, yeah, it's whatever politically corrupt. Everybody, like, let's not just take offense to everything. Let's just, like, retranslate it in our hearts and minds and see through the words and hear intention, right? So, anyway. It's called uh, Nine in the Fifth Place. Men bound in fellowship first weep and lament, but afterwards they laugh. After great struggle, they succeed in meeting. Two people are outwardly separated, but in their hearts they are united. They are kept apart by their positions in life. Many difficulties and obstructions arise between them and cause them grief. But remaining true to each other, they allow nothing to separate them. And although it costs them a severe struggle to overcome the obstacles, they will succeed. When they come together, their sadness will change to joy. Confucian says of this, Confucius says of this, life leads the thoughtful man on a path of many windings. Now the course is checked. Now it runs straight again. Here, winged thoughts may pour freely forth in words. 
There, the heavy burden of knowledge must be shut away in silence. But when two people are at one in their inmost hearts, they shatter even the strength of iron or of bronze. And when two people understand each other in their innermost hearts, their words are sweet and strong, like the fragrance of orchids. The warm attachment that springs from the heart is lacking here. Oh, that's the next uh, hexagram. No. So it ends with their words are sweet and strong, like the fragrance of orchids. So when I get that, when I was like struggling and I'd be like, oh, I knew, you know, whether it was with the men that I was trying to have that with, that in the end, no matter how much we go through, no matter how much we die, no matter how much we're on the battleground and we're bleeding to death, that love is stronger than anything. And they will meet and they will laugh and they will hug. And, uh, so when I stopped doing it, you know, I, I just said, well, I better mark the tattoo because I don't know if I'm going to be throwing coins for the rest of my life. But when I met Kevin, I was like nine in the fifth place, found my love, you know, so your love stories, right? You know, and anybody's love story. And I know some people are like, oh, I don't have that love story. But no, if you're single and you don't have that love story, love is stronger than all of the crap you're dealing with. If you're alone, embrace the crone. The crone doesn't need a partner right? But when the crone does choose to have a partner, that partner's sovereign and respects the sovereignty of the crone. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> well, shout out to Matthew here. We were just talking about you, Matthew. I was talking about your reading this morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think too, like there's such an opportunity um, with all these things being exposed about different people and things being said about different people. You know, it's like, again, going back to, you know, alliances and people working together and what have you, like, just because I do a show with someone, even with y'all, I mean, we don't even agree on everything, all of us, but we love We're all very other. sovereign. We agree yeah. on a lot of stuff, but no, I mean, yeah. but, we, it, but do we want to? Diversity is beautiful. Being different is a blessing. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I have gotten some stuff about, like, oh, you did a show with this person or you did a show with that person. And you must, you know, I got some hate about, you know, something because of something that Craig was posting about, you know, being upset about somebody else or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I don't I don't even I haven't even talked to Craig. I don't know what Craig believes. I don't we don't. You I know, didn't know about I don't, this. Well, I don't I really care. That. You know, like we don't uh, don't assume that I will agree with everything that Craig believes or Laura or the cookie monster. You know what I mean? Like we're all individuals and we all have our thing. And please don't just lump everybody in. I think that is just all to like create more little of like fractions of division. And, you know, I don't I'm just not about it. I I, I get out of like group texts that where people are targeting people or what I'm like, I'm not getting on a zoom with that. I'm not getting on a show with that. I'm not using my platform for that. You know, if whoever wants to do that, go for it, have fun, whatever it's, but it's just, you know, I think that's another thing of like just loving no matter what unconditionally and just being kind. If you know, not being revengeful again, not being trying to like out people and like, put up all their sh stuff and you know there's that's just a crazy energy right now and i'm like you know i'm pulling back like i'm like oh my gosh i'm not touching that there's no way there's karma to that and i don't want to fool with any of that i know what the energy of that is and i got enough going on to not like add more you know <laughs> <laughs> no that's it and like you say yeah I'm, I'm trying to be careful with with 
stuff that I put out on Live View in that, you know, I'd, if I'm going to have a go about something, I want it to be like not about an individual, but maybe an idea or or something like that. I would, as far as I'm aware, I don't attack an individual because there are no individuals. There are no us and them. We're all one, okay? Um, and I think it's really important to remember, as particularly as we move forward and things are getting uncovered and, you know, certain characters are getting exposed and things like this. It's like, look, I wish no harm on anybody whatsoever. Absolutely none whatsoever. I wish the best for absolutely everybody, even the people who may not like me or who disagree with me. Um, and if, if there is any attacking to be done, it's on a, about an idea, but but an idea that might enslave us or an idea that might be detrimental to us, you know, and, and, and I will say my piece in that, you know, I think this needs to be said, but if somebody disagrees with me and thinks I'm completely wrong, well, they'll catch up one day and realise I'm right, so don't worry about it. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, but it's beyond right and wrong sometimes, and sometimes it is about right and wrong because there's like blatant facts, right? Like, um, I was just on a show of a person that called me a disinformation agent. He gave me the time of day, and he like apologized. He's like, I should have gotten to know you a little bit, and um, you know, but there is some wrong with false history and rewritten history, and yeah, I can't prove everything, but look at my evidence. If I was in a courtroom, I could probably prove a lot of things and, 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 and be able to help a person decipher between fact and fiction, because the comments, even after that video were like, you're going to burn in hell with Eisenhower. He's holding a place for you in hell. He's a war criminal and evil. And, and he's like, and, and, but, but we're not just talking like one comment. We're also talking about uh, two individuals that have been stalkers and harassers um, for 12 years or so. Do you see me in a courtroom distracting the community, making it about my fucking struggles and dramas? No, <laughs> I barely freaking mention it. But yeah, the battles that I'm up against, people are like, oh, just ignore the trolls. It's like, I am trying to rescue history from being rewritten. I can't just ignore it. Some people, yeah, I blocked. And these trolls, how many times have I deleted, reported, and blocked? For 10 years, nonstop. Now, some legal stuff is going to be happening soon. Um, but I'm not going to like air it. I'm not going to make it everybody's business. I'm not going to, you know, because that's a distraction from the true disclosure and ascension. You know, I don't want anybody's money for lawyers or this and that, you know, just like maybe support my mission because um, I support yours and that's what I'm about, you know, but if not, if you just, you know, would rather get Netflix and Starbucks and, and, and have other things, fine. Or if you're just completely broken, you just don't want a dollar between us. I get it. I will love you unconditionally no matter what. And I have your back and I'll be there for you. I don't expect nothing, you know, but you know, spiritual maturity has got to upgrade. Um, mm -hmm. Next year, I don't want to see any of us um, like in, in the battlefield, like we've been. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Angie Tillman, I'm going to give her a shout out. She says, we're all just walking each other home. And I love that. I think it's just, that's beautiful. And a wonderful way to look at it, a great perspective I like that very very cool it is a journey right and we're all it doesn't matter how different our perspectives are our knowledge where we got our wisdom most of it is internal from our intuition and our own downloads and connection with mother earth and the christ energy or whatever you know don't want to say the wrong thing um but it's like we we're here to hold hands together and walk this journey because we're all heading to the same place and we're already there 
we already are sitting there. It's already deep within our soul. And that's source energy. That's mother, father, um, cosmic trinity that's encoded in our DNA. When we sit on the earth, that's everything we're aligned with. That's the truth frequency. That's, you know, that's why I like to say we're 5D towers, which can crush the 5G because we Mm -hmm. speak truth out of our fifth chakra with the fifth element ether purifying our words so we're not spouting out a bunch of bs that creates conquer and divide and it's not a bunch of like you know lower level like gossip or um backstabbing kind of words you know the magician archetype the mercury is the creator of reality if we're not careful with our words then we haven't figured out anything i think what craig is saying and i think what i've said and you can tell me if this is what you're saying or not craig but just where the critical thinking of like thinking for yourself, whether it's like about a thought or an idea or, you know, Google, like, you know, it was like, you have a question, Google it. The time it took for you to send me that message, you could have just Googled and got the answer or, or just like taking whatever anyone says or assuming without really investigating or looking or just thinking, you know, is, is that what you're going through or talking, kind of hinting at Craig? Yeah, exactly right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, it's um, you know, <clears throat> I'm I, I'm a firm believer in in when two people have seemingly polar opposite opinions or views, it doesn't make them enemies. It makes them friends because they've got a perspective to share with each other. And I think we really need to adopt that. In that, um, you know, unless somebody is is purposely act and actively bringing division and will not cooperate. Um, you know, somebody can come come along and completely disagree with us. And it's like, well, let's talk about it. You know, share what you've got to say, because we obviously need that perspective. I just think that level of emotional maturity has been lacking. But, I, you know, I'm going to speak into the future that, that you know, as we grow and mature, we're going to be able to do that. We're going to be able to handle um, not disagree. I mean, yes, disagreements, but also different perspectives. And it doesn't make us sworn enemies. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, like sometimes the opposite happens when people get mad or reactive and they're just like block or uh, ghost or whatever. And I'm not saying that there aren't times to do that if there's been a discussion, but you know, just whoever needs to hear this, (laughs) ghosting someone and or the silent treatment is not self care or boundaries. If there's, if there's not a healthy conversation involved, if, if, that's called abuse. That's spiritual abuse. That's control. That's manipulation. And that that's not a good thing to do if you're supposedly, especially I love it when people do that. And then like their, their title is like spiritual, whatever, or love you know, and light. this or <laughs> love and light. And then, you know, it's like, you know, healthy conversation talk. Let's mm-hmm. give it, at least give it a try. I mean, uh, again, the Bible would say, go to that person. If it doesn't work, take somebody else and talk about them. If that talk to them, if that doesn't work, bring a group. If that doesn't work, then, okay, yeah, maybe you need to block. But I think people are being trained that blocking, I just saw a post today that said, it's okay to block someone without any explanation. It's just called self-care. And I'm like, bullshit. That's not even, I'm sorry, but what do you think about that? I'd like to just sometimes before I block somebody, just have a few words on my way out. Just like, all right, I appreciate what you just shared. Um, I can't 
um, really uh, process this energy right now. I don't like the way you're coming at me. I need to put like a pause button on. Doesn't mean it's like permanent. So I'm going to block you. And other times it's just, it's so vile and like horrible. It's just like, you're either a bot or you're just a troll. Or you're just lonely. You're just like a pathetic person. I don't know. Like, I don't have time for this shit. Block. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's a mixed bag, right? I mean, how many long have we been doing this? What do you think, Craig? <laughs> No, like you say, I think, I think they're actually like hurting us or like people are like, don't feed the trolls. It's like, you know, I'm fucking laughing at the trolls. And I'm like, um, your troll academy needs better trolls because you guys are really like you're really hilarious. You're, it's not really like hurting me. You know, what hurts me is that when I know it's a legitimate person and it's not a troll and it's just somebody who just like really, you know, just wants to project and um throw a bunch of unnecessary negative energy. At, you know, it's like towards people that are like fighting hard for you know your 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 who you are and, and what you you know the, the beauty of all that you you your potential in the world you know that love you yeah what do you think craig um well for me personally i mean i i'm not proud of this but i'm going to tell you something now about my my deep dark history that i don't tell many people but for seven years of my life i was a, a traffic warden the guy what? that gives out parking tickets. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you can imagine the insults I've had face to face, the aggression that I've had to deal with. And to be honest with you, it was great training because um, it's just water for ducks back now, you know, and it, it's just being able to handle that conflict. It makes me smile. It makes me laugh. It's like, okay, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Um, and I think if we can adopt that kind of like carefree, not careless, but get a carefree, attitude like you know what you're free to think that i disagree now obviously if someone's constantly attacking you you have to set a boundary in place like i'm not going to let you do this anymore and if that means i have to remove you so be it but at the end of the day and you know a lot of times you know well again i had a lot of practice i mean i've had big people screaming at my face want to knock my head off you know <laughs> but again a bit of my deep dark history i've repented before the lord and uh, <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> I did not know that about you. That's very interesting. I don't brag about it, honestly. <laughs> well, there's so much we don't know about each other, you know. Um, <laughs> that's why I just added like a lot. Uh, and, and I've been, I mean, just a few things just on my Facebook profile of all the different jobs and careers and things. And so there's not even like the half of it. I, you know, it's just so wild to get to know each other. It's like we have so many stories. That's why I want like in Montana. Big cosmic campfire. Let's all just tell stories and like. Oh, I'd love that. I would love that, dude. Fantastic. You know I'm there. Street over here. Let's have a big know, fire on music. Yeah. Laura and I have been talking about hosting a retreat in Montana, and we will. We're going to maybe 2023. We'll do it. That'll be cool. Well, it's already. I. Uh, it's, it's pretty much secured. Uh, got the land. <laughs> it's, awesome. it's. It's been like unbelievable um to be able to pull this off on uh, it's been a lot of hard work and uh good thing that the person that's helping me with it um supports my mission and eisenhower energy and and uh, and you know you're you're just the blackfoot tribe uh connected to the star knowledge conferences um you know there's a link there their neighbors um and the land is sacred uh but uh, I mean, it's neighbors as far as like um, physical location of uh, their family lives very close to us, uh, the Blackfoot tribe. Um, 
of Native Americans in Montana. So like all these really cool dots are connecting. And last Star Knowledge Conference, I got to get to know uh, Chief Golden Light Eagle's grandson, Glenn, whose wife's family is a uh, Native American uh, Blackfoot Indian. And he's like, uh, I guess her father or great grandfather, he's like, he's like similar in their tribe, like Eisenhower is to the, you know, like kind of a metaphor. It's pretty wild. So I'm going to see how those dots connect. And um, so I can't wait to like, yeah, share more when the time's right. That's it. I think it's time that we, we actually got some reward for the hard work because it has been a rough few years, hasn't it? Just with everything going on, it has when been rough. It it's what? <laughs> When does uh, it well, end? Is, I mean, at, at what point does it get be better? And I'm like, come on, this we have got a, to be better. Have a lot of flowers, and you see, we have to get better. We have to be better at at managing. I have to be better. I'll speak for myself. I choose to be better this year, no matter what's going on. I choose to be better. And like Terry said, she's been quoting me all week. You're not truly living unless you're living true. This is something. This is my whole mission. This is my quote. And or my, my quote, but the visitor that came to me said, you're not truly living unless you're living true. So whatever that looks like for any of you watching, what is your authentic, true essence of who you are? And just embody that, live it. And like Laura said earlier, it's, we're already there. We are already in love. That is our frequency. That is our DNA, but it's just whatever it's like ancestral let, stuff let, yeah let dominate your stuff or or traumas or things that have caused these like kind of i guess energetic blocks that haven't allowed the fullness of god or love to come completely full you know the hurt the pain whatever and so as we move through this and clear and re-evolve or reinvent or however you want to do it do things a new way then that allows that expansion of love to come to a, a new level and to 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 go out more and when we collapse the pain and we collapse the trauma and whatever that isn't god and make room for more god who is love then we're going to have a better response so yeah um i feel like i'm talking too much but no nope. i feel like i'm talking too much <laughs> Yes, I choose. Any final words? Like what, if you guys could say, what can we do? I mean, we've kind of talked about some things that we can do as far as nature and what have you. But for those of you who are really going, for everyone who's, anyone who's going through difficult times, whether they've lost loved ones or going through a divide or someone had mentioned parental separation from their children or the pain of that, or um, maybe someone's sick or you know, you know, missing people at the holiday season, like what, what are your final words? And I'll, I'll say mine as you guys, um, as we close here today. <laughs> you go, Craig. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I mean, obviously I love Christmas time and, and I know, I know it's hard for some people, you know, particularly if they're lonely or they're going through stuff, I get it. But it's like I say people that have lost loved ones. I mean, we, we have, We've had losses in our family this year, uh, particularly from in my wife's side, and, and she's really feeling it. Um, so I get it. There's, there's difficult times, but it, it, no matter no matter what happens, no matter what people can go through, there is always a glimmer of light, a glimmer of hope that never, ever, ever, ever fades. No matter what. Um, sometimes it can be 
overshadowed with all the other stuff that's going, but it never, ever leaves. And I think it's, you know, we've always got to remember that that's there and focus on that. And there is always hope. There is always, always hope that, the, the like like Gary said, Charnel, uh, this too shall pass. These things do pass. And, and and we will heal and we will grow through it all. And and I just think, you know, this Christmas, if we could just remember that and, and enjoy our families as best we can, uh, enjoy the, the time, generosity. I love giving presents. I love receiving presents as well. You know, and just, just, just in, enjoy the best we can, the time. Um, and... Obviously, we've got a new year. We've got a fresh start. Um, new year, new me, and all that bollocks. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it is a it's a good time to to recalibrate and sort of like reassess and and have a fresh start. So you know, like I say, if we could just remember that, enjoy the season, enjoy the time, go through what you've got to go through, learn what you got to learn, and let, let's crack on. We've got we've got a planet to save. <laughs> That's really good. I like it. Oh, I'm ready for uh, my final words. Oh, if you want to go, no, 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 go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was going to, I'll get it. I'll go after you. Go ahead. Are you sure? Okay, I'll go. Two things. <coughs> Bob Jones would always say, did you learn to love? That's yes. what God told him when he had a near-death experience. And when he went wherever we go, um, that was the only question. Did you learn to love? And we we always have that opportunity to expand into a huge, a deeper, wider love that maybe you didn't even know you could dig in and get there. I know for me, I, I'm feeling that. I'm like, oh my God, can can I dig deeper? Can I still love anyway, no matter what? And that's kind of one thing. The other thing is as I've sat around and cried all week, um, I, I got my journal out and I just made a list of like, can I think of any freaking thing to be grateful for right now to not just jump off the planet and be done. And I, of course, could think of things. Of course, I have clothes on my back. I'm not sitting on the street. Um, you know, and you'll, you'll, it kind of feels like you can't think of anything when you're going through it, but if you can just put down one or two things, then it's like taking the Kleenex from the Kleenex box. And then the next one pops up, the next one pops up and then just forcing yourself to smile and, you know, listening to things that make you happy and like watching comedy or doing anything that can bring your focus. You know, I'm a dog, do I'm fostering a, a dog right now that completely shifted my energy to service and love and helping instead of whatever I was having, I'm still in the middle of and, uh, and just this little puppy with, you know, needs me and is like helpless and, you know, was thrown out of a car and six weeks old or whatever and helping at the shelter and just, you know, bringing that focus of the things that I can do. It's like, this is what I can do. I can help, you know, and I'm not saying that every second I'm going to be helping everybody because I, I have this ebb and flow of like, I'm driving down the street and then I'm bawling again. And then I'm like, I go home and I feel a little bit better and I have to cry in the shower again. And then, you know, so I think grief is weird and it, it can come in all different ways. And, but, but to, to have some type of gratitude, some type of service when you can and to, to not neglect your feelings, but to go ahead and just feel them, you know, don't try to use alcohol or recreational, anything to, to just, that's just going to make it go down. And then you're going to have to deal with it sooner or later. Anyway, like go ahead and just like rip the bandaid off, do the things, feel the feelings, you know, transmute whatever. And, um, and then 
that whole perspective of did you learn to love like what's the opportunity to love how do i embody love in this situation those are some things that i would just throw out that are kind of coming up for me before i forget but go ahead laura oh oh my goodness yeah whoa um yeah you know in 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 these moments where you want to just grab something to make you feel better are you going to grab something that's destructive or are you going to grab something that's healing right mm -hmm. so in these times of stress and turmoil i i didn't always have that figured out like earlier years of, um of my existence uh, you know maybe i did you know maybe drink to feel better or smoke to feel better but no you know that's not my life anymore i'll take a epsom salt bath with rose oils and i'll have like an elixir or like rose tea with blue lotus and all sorts of uh herbs and things that will support me, my nervous system and my heart, um, things that will nourish me, you know, self-care, like learning to take care of the temple instead of hurt the temple because you don't want to hurt anybody. So you end up hurting yourself. You know, I think some people, you know, who don't want to just be like, ah, like, I can't believe you're doing this. You know, you take it out on yourself and then you become self-destructive, even though it's not like you hating yourself. It's just, you don't want to hurt that person. So you're just like, oh, well, I'll take it out on me then. Right. So, um, you know, it's like, I mean, of course, nature, right. You go out and like, go on a hike. But so my final words have to do with the fact that we are multidimensional beings. We have died so many times. We are still here. We, we have a familiarity with each other. We know each other, you know, we keep coming back. We keep reincarnating or whatever you want to call it. And in this one body, though, we can die like hundreds and hundreds of times, right? And still maintain the physical vessel. What if that physical vessel is no longer able to maintain a physical presence? You know, very often I warn or just prepare is a better word. My kids and my husband, like, I don't think I'm going to be here for much longer. And I just want you guys to be prepared for that as much as I should be prepared for the event that I might lose any of them. And yes, I've lost lots of family members, my aunt Anne and um, Mary's, you know, kind of on her deathbed, you know, a lot of the Eisenhower women are, you know, um, and, uh, you know, as far as animals, it's just like, wow, as much as I like, and living the homestead life, when when there's tragedy and death with the animals, it's like, am I really cut off for this? Because I'm like, seriously, like, bawling in a like fetal position on my like, beanbag moon pod thing just like sobbing my eyes out because you know even when like mother freya like got like bodhi our dog like was really aggressive with her and bit her ear i was like oh yeah and, and then you know in my kind of processing i'm like you know the aggressive male energy that bit the ear of a mama freya who's who's a goat you know like what and I, and I was like reading into symbolism, like, wait, cause you don't want to listen to the woman. You don't want to listen to the Freya. You don't listen to the woman. The man just wants to bite, you know, but, but, but it has nothing to do with anything wrong with men. Cause sometimes women play that role too. And, and they don't listen to the sensitivities of the, the man, you know, and his inner, you know, understanding of his intuition, his feelings. So this is not like, anything like that. You know, I'm all about sacred union and the healing of the masculine and feminine, but I guess, uh, final words is, you know, 
we're multidimensional. We're going to see things pass. But you know, when you lay there at night and you open your third eye, those spirits will come and visit you and they will, they will bless you and they will acknowledge you. You know, there's no death we need to be concerned about because nothing ever leaves. And like we talked about on this show, love is stronger than death. It is what holds the space between the veils of life and death and the dream realms and reality. And if we can just focus on the love, no matter what is here in the physical form and what passes away or how many times we die within the same physical vessel, it's it's really love that is the thread that keeps us together because we are, you know, always going to be together because we are in unity and there's nothing to fear, you know, but when we face fear, don't, don't judge it. Oh, it's all fear-based. No, you know, fear is a human thing that we cannot escape. So let's embrace it. Let's give it the unconditional love it deserves. Let's listen to what it has to say, because then we can start to develop discernment and boundaries. Because the things we're afraid of are because we might need to develop discernment and boundaries. So fear doesn't have to be the enemy. It can actually be our friend. Christy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, we are definitely up past the hour actually and i know craig oh, is i gotta jump on another show oh shit okay <laughs> you guys all right okay. well um thank you for your time thank you for being with us especially craig it's nighttime for you and it's all good all good thank you for everybody watching um again hit the like help with the algorithm um anything you want to do to help um for membership or what have you please do um, thank you for all the members that have jumped on. The last thing I'm going to say is um, Bob Stevens had um, given me a decree for this hour and it's St. Germain. And it says, mighty I am bring a miracle of your protection perfection out of this to all involved. I'm going to say that again. Mighty I am bring a miracle of your perfection out of this to all involved and i say that for all of us in this season all of us watching anyone who catches the replay you know whatever you're going through i can post that on here and if they, you choose to use that for yourself and your situation that might be something that you cling to as, as i'm clinging and um, hopefully it'll help bring some resolve to your heart and some alignment to where you are um anything else craig no, I think that sums it up lovely. And um, if I may just mention my, uh, obviously I'm on Facebook. I also, I think in the lit in the links or whatever is my YouTube channel. I'm I've, loads of people have liked it and subscribed or whatever. I'm really, really grateful. I'm aiming for that thousand. Uh, I think I'm just just short of six hundred now. Uh, so that's brilliant. Thank you to everyone. Um, but yeah, if people want to subscribe to my little. Uh, meditation music channel i'd be grateful and i'm definitely going to do some more whilst i'm off this christmas um and uh yeah we'll have some fun with that but yeah i just want everyone to have a really really good christmas and you too charnel i um have a really really good time with with brian and and your loved ones and uh let's meet up i think we're on again next week aren't we yes next really week is. we have those of you that someone was talking about the parenting situation yes next week we're actually doing a live you want to tell a little bit it's about conscious parenting but yeah you know a little bit yeah so i asked um abby lynn and um and heidi who do what well, they did the um 
Raising Starseed podcast. I think they've actually stopped now, but we've just managed to get them back for one more. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about conscious parenting, the the, the the times, the things that are going on with regards to kids. It's going to be a really, really powerful one. So, I, I mean, it's big on my heart, that. So I'm going to, I'm really looking forward to that. That is going to be super cool. So, yep. yes, thank you to everybody. Love to your family, Craig. Love to all of you guys as family. Know that I am, we are with you. We love you so much. And we are so thankful for you just hanging out with us today. We love being with friends and seeing all your beautiful comments and just love the vibe. Go to swiftfire.org. You can get on the newsletter. There's a great ton of resources there. Um, and then all of our previous shows as well. And look, if you choose, if you, if you feel like what you want to be a member and you're asking like, how can I help to keep this going on? We do have a membership and I think the link is in the comments, but this is, it, we meet up once a month um, just for a private meeting for Q and A and, or some sort of fun thing that we do. Um, also lots of extra content is in there that isn't public. Um, and it's just a little bit way that we can get to know each other and for you guys to get to know each other too, because I really love seeing the community of everybody, not just seeing names here. Mm -hmm. Um, but when we come on a, an actual zoom, you see, we see all of your faces and you guys see each other and we're not just names anymore on, mm -hmm. um, on the comments, but we're actually talking to one another and, and, and having community. And I love community and I love that word come unity. And I just, um, I'm going to end with that and just love you guys and Merry Christmas. And we will see you next Thursday, every Thursday at noon. Um, have a beautiful day, rest of your day and be safe, stay warm <laughs> and we'll talk next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye everyone.